May the Lord's courage be with us all, heart dwellers. Well, I just wanted to make a note here and mention to our YouTube audience that for those of you who have been sending donations by the mail, our donations by the mail are secure, so uh, you don't have to be worried about anyone interfering with that. And that is a secure uh, way to go, as well as PayPal, and we do appreciate it. Thank you so very much. And I regret to say that because our account was deliberately closed with Amazon Seller, they've been sending back our CDs and thumb drives, and if you see that they're not listed, there's a reason for it. It's only temporary. We'll have the account back up within two days, and within a week, it will be restocked. So just be patient with us if you are wanting to order anything. And wonderful news, I did finish the portrait as far as the painting part goes, and I'm working on the digital copy now. It's been photographed high definition digitally, and I'm working on it, certain things that needed a little adjustment. There are a few things on the digital portrait of Jesus that have to be adjusted uh, to get them just right, and I know I'll have it up by Monday. It'll be done by Monday for sure. I will go ahead and put them up in several different sizes as TIFF files, and you can download them and have them printed. And the Rama book is almost complete. It should go into print next week. And what the Rama book is, it's um, different topics arranged by subject of teachings that the Lord has given us about each subject. So I'm really excited about that. It's very, very edifying. And I think you'll all really enjoy it. And in the back is going to be a short section on spiritual warfare. And the next book after this is a spiritual warfare book. And it will be things that I've learned and the Lord has shown me and Dr. Sherry has learned and Carol has learned. We're going to all pitch in for this one. But for the most part, Dr. Sherry's experiences with the Lord, what he has shown her is just amazing. And it's so effective. It's really effective. And we can thank all our Satanist enemies for that because they're teaching us. They're teaching us how evil works and how to combat it. But the number one priority in fighting evil is still the grace of personal holiness and sanctity and working towards that at all costs. And I thank the Lord that he's given us the courage and the forgiveness to just keep going in the midst of all these setbacks. And I know that because it's being offered to the Lord to prevent this nuclear war from happening before Mr. Trump gets into office is a great consolation to me. It's something to rejoice over. So every time I get another offering... I receive it from the Lord's hands and try to wrap it in thanksgiving and give it back to him because I know it's having an effect. And for all of you who are doing the same, bravo. That's what's needed right now. The Lord needs our prayers and offerings for this nation and the world. So without further delay, here is the second part of the message. Then he changed the subject slightly and he said, I think it is important to tell our heart dwellers that they also must deal with curses daily. 
And the reason he's bringing this up is because apparently not only has this been a difficult trial with this particular person, but they're turning to the dark side. And please pray for them. Please pray for them because they're getting themselves into a horrible, deep mess with terrible repercussions. Uh, whatever they do, whatever they've done, is nothing compared to turning around and cursing people. So please pray for them. Please pray for them that their hearts won't be frozen over. And that's why he brought this up. I think it's important to tell our heart dwellers that they also must deal with curses daily. Lord, the problem I face is that I don't even know when a curse is landing. He said, when there's a rapid change in the weather, do you not perceive the storm is coming? How is it then that you do not perceive a curse landing? If you would listen to my spirit more attentively, you too would be forewarned. And here I was thinking of Dr. Sherry, who hears, curse incoming. (laughs) How am I to cultivate this in the midst of turmoil, Lord? Take my hand, Claire, and walk upon the water, not beneath, under the influence of the violent waves. Okay. (laughs) And I have been visualizing that today at every turn when I could feel overwhelmed rather than Going deeper into the water, I just feel him lifting me up and walking over it. The Lord continued, Heart dwellers, I have brought you here to my heart because I want to spread my love all over the world. You are carrying the torch of intimacy with me and brotherly harmony between all denominations around the world. There will be signs in the coming months that will destroy the stronghold Satan has erected between the denominations. Those who love me with an authentic love, whatever their denomination they think they're a part of, they are my body, and I carry them with me in my heart. So you see, when you cast stones at a religious group that has true believers in it, you cast stones at my very heart. You hurt me. You kill, steal, and destroy with your tongue those I love dearly, those who live in and for me. Oh, how I wish you would take it to heart and stop your calumny. But because you are carrying my love and because some of you have learned not to cast stones, you are hated by Satan. And anyone Satan hates, he commissions his servants to curse. So you see, you must deal with these curses. And from the very beginning on this channel, I told you, This is about personal holiness. I will break the curses if you repent of your carnal reactions to the challenges of your days. If you keep a heart of thanksgiving and forgiving and forbid any evil thought to lodge in your mind. But understand many of these thoughts come from your heart where there is still much darkness. And the darkness is drawn to darkness. So when the enemy sees someone who is holding bitterness, whether they are aware of it or not, it is a magnet for the demons. How do you know you are holding bitterness? What do you feel inside when their name is mentioned? Is it love, bitterness, or anger? Well, this is amazing. As the Lord was launching into this, the pilgrim on an endless journey for the most delectable honey 
see the parable of the guarded honeybees and the pilgrim, happened to come to my door after not seeing him for a good month. And there you have it, my inner self seized up, and I knew I still had seeds, demons and slimes, and perhaps even a stronghold. Now I have a pain and a discomfort in my digestive tract, and I know it's from a combination of anger, frustration, and grief that I felt the minute I saw him. Yet my heart goes out to him. The journey he is on is long and dark and so painful. The Lord continued, What you feel is revealing to you where the strongholds of the enemy are and how he is gaining entrance. You can no longer live with these, my people. You must come to me with true contrition and ask me to clean and heal your hearts. For as you know, with the seed comes the demon. With the demon comes the sludge of sorrow, hatred, anger, bitterness, desolation, alienation, depression, self-hatred unforgiveness, and every conceivable negative, destructive feeling. It all lands in your hearts, for out of the matters of the heart is a man defiled. When the seed and the defiling demon lands, it goes to work on building a stronghold. As it is building, it lets off toxins that circulate from the heart to every part of the body the spiritual and physical. Your blood becomes poisoned and your body begins to deteriorate. Your spirit, too, is brought low. If you let it go, even a day, other demons are invited in to help with the stronghold, and pretty soon you're feeling really awful. Curses land on the slightest agreement with you, provocation. Even if you reject the thought after you've had it, it's too late. Come to me immediately. Pour out your heart and tell me all about it. Pour it out at my feet, my crucified bloody feet. Pour it out and let me come in and heal you. Yes, I've gotten to the point now where whenever I pray deliverance, I also pray healing for the damage that was done as everything is removed. He continued, You may see yourself in the spirit on an operating table, With me working to remove this destructive force, you may feel very sensitive after I remove these. Then you must be ever so vigilant not to let any more contamination in. You will feel wonderful afterwards, energized, hopeful, full of faith and inspiration. You see, a man or woman allows disease into their bodies from a young age from the wounds of their parents. I must come and heal those because the demons have built strongholds that have hindered your whole life and determined its course. Even the marriage partner you choose, even your relationships with people at work, whether you follow your dreams for a living or whether you follow your base physical necessities, so much depends on how many strongholds have taken root and been built up inside your heart. Oh, how I hurt for you, my people. I hurt so terribly for you. I long to heal you and set your feet on the glorious path I ordained for you from the beginning. I long to see your soul prosper and soar like an eagle over the trials of life. This is what we are working on now. Those of you who have chosen to go higher with me, you are learning how to rise above the storms of life. 
Here the Lord is referring to the pilgrim looking for honey. And the tragedy of this is that it didn't need to be this way. I have endless compassion for those who just cannot entrust their lives to me without conditions. I have compassion because I know how disappointed they will be when they look back on their lives and see what could have been. I tried, you tried, and many, many others have tried. When a soul does not respond to graces given, they go to another. Someday, Claire, you will meet the soul who took the graces and ran with them. You will be astounded when you see how fertile they are. Dear ones, do not grieve when a soul you have labored over goes their own way. Do not grieve. I have kept the graces and passed them on till I found one who would receive them. You see, the rich young ruler was not as tied to his goods as he was to his family, his reputation, his standing in the community, and most importantly, his own opinion. It is, in the end, the purse of your own opinions that brings you down. When you see the lack of intelligence in your decisions, you have no problem relinquishing them. But when you value your own opinions, your relatives' opinions, and your training, you simply are blind. There's no other word for it. Nonetheless, you must not hold bitterness against those who caused you to labor, because you have not labored in vain. The graces will not go forth, returning to me void. They shall indeed find a heart with fertile soil. You ask me for a scripture to back this up. Remember, I took the one talent from the man who refused to invest what I gave him and gave it to the one who worked wholeheartedly for me, the one with ten talents. That's Matthew twenty-five fourteen through 30 Now, my children, go forth in earnest commitment to me, unwavering, and bring forth a harvest of righteousness, and keep your hearts clean, that I may be glorified in and through you. I dispense these graces now to all that would have them in the hearing of this message.